Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast, featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. We are talking about uncertainty <clears throat> because uncertainty is like the field from which can grow amazing, amazing, wonderful things. But it's also the field of violence because we don't like uncertainty. I, I was listening to one of the, the children a few minutes ago making sounds and, and it just made me think about riding in the car as a kid. Do you remember that feeling of, are we there yet? When are we gonna be there? And as a child riding in the car, which is sort of metaphoric for riding in the car of life, we feel out of control. We don't have any way to measure when are we going to be wherever it is we think we're going. And when we get there, then we'll be okay. Then things will be solid and predictable again. You may have noticed that that doesn't actually happen, but the story that we tell ourselves is that it's going to happen. And, and this middle condition that we're in when we're kind of off balance and we don't know how we're gonna get back into balance, that that's, that's incorrect. It's just a transition, but we're, we're gonna get back there to where we have our feet on solid ground. If I just count to 10, I'll be okay. The uncertainty will go away. But the reality is that uncertainty is the ground of our being. We are walking through life on a waterbed. You know, it's, it is not a solid surface. There is nothing that we can absolutely count on, except like Sean was saying earlier, look around the certainty that there is love, there is community here. We can count on things like that, but we can't count on our circumstances. We cannot count on our circumstances. All the things that we value will pour through our hands. We had Nate up here a minute ago talking about a wife of 54 years. And she's not in physical form anymore. After 54 years, you'd think you'd be counting on that. Yeah, I can count on that person's going to always be here. But no. We don't know that. We, we think we can count on things like our jobs, but actually we can't. We don't know when they will go away for whatever reason. So I want to offer you a few tools for living in uncertainty because we won't get out of it. We're gonna stay in uncertainty. The first one is curiosity, the second is imagination, and the third is love. So curiosity. When we are in a situation that we are uncomfortable about, and we, we don't know how we're gonna get out of that, we could be curious and just wonder, what is that about? 
I was talking with somebody in the foyer before about a circumstance that seems to just keep following, no matter her best ways of, of getting rid of it, it just continues to come along. And I said, what if it's a midwife? So think about that, whatever your thing is <coughs> that keeps hounding you, no matter where you go and what you try to do, there is that uncertainty, that discomfort. What if it's a midwife for something that's wanting to be born through you? How does that change your experience of it? There's still uncertainty. If you're giving birth to a baby, you're in uncertainty, but you know that baby is coming out one way or another. That part at least you can be certain of. You just don't know when. You don't know for sure how. You also know it's gonna be a baby. No matter how much you like dogs and <laughs> cats, a baby is coming out. <laughs> there, there's some things we can be certain of. Imagination is a powerful tool because when we are in uncertainty, we tell ourselves a story. And it's usually a story about how something is wrong, right? Because we don't like uncertainty, and so we make up a story about how it should be something different. If only, if only we were different ourselves, then this wouldn't be happening. It's our fault that this is happening. This is all a story. It's not truth. Truth is that we are in a condition of uncertainty. It's also called quantum reality. You've probably heard about that famous experiment in the quantum world where they were trying to figure out when they shot electrons through this particular slit or the other, which one will it go through? And it seemed to be a very random pattern. And what they discovered from this experiment was the only thing that dictated whether it would go through this slit or that slit was what slit did the observer expect it to go through. So just with the power of our mind, that's our third principle in unity. Our consciousness is creating our reality. And anything is possible in this moment we could have a complete shift to something else if we held it as a possibility. And we tell ourselves that things are not possible because we have, we have bought into this idea that things are fixed. Okay, I'm depressed. It's just, it runs in my family. And I've been depressed for 20 years. So I'm always going to be depressed. I've just got to face it. We would rather continue to be depressed than deal with uncertainty. Because if it isn't certain that just because I was depressed for 20 years that I'm going to be depressed tomorrow, then 
I have to be in uncertainty. And we are that uncomfortable with uncertainty. Maybe we're in a situation where we're experiencing abuse from someone. We would rather put up with the misery of that than the uncertainty of what would happen if I left. I don't know. Would I be okay? Would I find a place to live? Would I get a job? Would anybody like me? I don't know. I better stay here. Because this, at least, I know I can count on. How often do we do that? And it's all because we're using this amazing power of imagination in a negative direction. We, uh, in my spirit group, we are studying what if upping. So that's what if downing. Like, what if nobody likes me? What if I can't get a job? What if I'm no good at anything? That's what if downing. And it's more familiar, isn't it? <laughs> what if upping is, what if, what if I left and somebody just bumped into me in the street and said, hey, I'm, I'm looking for somebody to rent a house. Do you know anybody who's looking? And it was, what if it was at exactly the price I could afford? What if it was the most peaceful environment? What if it was in an ideal neighborhood and a great school for my kids? What if somebody called me up and offered me a job? because they'd heard about me and how wonderful I was. These are all stories, too. They're using your imagination in a positive way. We have that ability, if we choose, to harness the power of imagination for good. So when we are in a situation of uncertainty, instead of telling ourselves, that, oh no, we'll never get there. The car is going to be stuck on the side of the road and, until we're hit by something coming. You know, it, instead of building a dramatic and miserable story, let's create possibility. Let's say in a quantum universe, anything can happen. What if it's something great? Let's hold that. And finally, there's love. Love is the power. I want to read you um, one page. This is a book that I wrote a couple of years ago called Love Letters from the Mother. Maybe life feels hard for you right now. A relationship is rocky or over. A job elusive children exhausting, the longing of your heart remains a dream, never quite enough to get by. This is a hard time. And it may be the hard time has gone on way too long. Please know this is a big challenge, but it is not a condemnation of you. You are worthy of a good life. 
even if you don't realize that you are, even if you don't always like yourself very much, even if you believe you are the one who has made a mess of your life, the turning point is in your heart. Invite yourself, complete with your mess and your lack of belonging, into your own spacious heart. Give those tender words all people need to hear to your struggling self. Say, I love you, period. Even if others make love conditional, give it to yourself. Even if it's hard to say, look yourself in the mirror and say those powerful words. Even if you think your capacity to love is faulty, give yourself all you've got, day after day, as many times as you can remember, as tenderly as you would say it when you tuck a small child into bed. Tell yourself, I love you. Love heals. You may think it is someone else's love that will heal you, but it is your own. Always your own. Your greatest lover, the mother. One more thing I want to read to you. This is a poem that Donna Benjamin wrote. Love will lead the way. I am uncertain of where I'm going, letting love lead the way. I am uncertain of current politics, letting love lead the way. I am uncertain of where I stand sometimes, letting love lead the way. I am uncertain of where you are going, letting love lead the way. I am uncertain of how nature will recover, letting love lead the way. I am uncertain of my truth, letting love lead the way. I am uncertain there will be a kind future, letting love lead the way. I am uncertain of my inner guidance, letting love lead the way. I am uncertain and certain love will lead the way. So as we deal with uncertainty, let's accept that it's a good thing. That means that we're still growing. I remember one time on Johnny Carson, he was interviewing a guy that was over 100. And the, he was asking him, well, what's your secret? And he says, green and growing. <laughs> we're still breathing. We're still growing. There's still possibilities out there. And that's the beauty of uncertainty. Uncertainty isn't a bad thing. It means that there's always more possibilities. And we're not stuck with what we have, even though what we have may be wonderful, why stop there? 
One of my favorite healers that I go to had a, an older lady that used to come to her for, she does acupuncture, and she'd come in and say, well, what's going on today? And she said, oh, nothing special. And, well, why are you here? No limit on good. <laughs> so uncertainty is beautiful. It's a door that we can step through into our own possibility and become all, all we came here to be. There's, there's a woman that, um, that I worked with who had a lot of stuff happen. And she's just kind of reeling and doesn't know, doesn't know what to do because her life is uncertain. Her marriage is blown up. She's just, just a lot of stuff going on. And so we talked about when she travels, she doesn't make plans. She makes the plan to get to the country, but that's it. And from there, she just figures it out as she goes. And I said, huh, so you're kind of an expert in uncertainty. And, and she was telling me about this recent trip and how wonderful it was. And, and I said, just kind of close your eyes and go back into that vibe of something that happened there that was so wonderful when you were in a situation of uncertainty, because that's how you set it up. And she remembered that she got this idea to go to this particular place, and then she wanted to rent a, a sailboat. And whoever she rented it from let her do the actual sailing. She, she didn't know how to sail, but they, they let her sail, and it was through all kinds of water, and she just felt so alive. And I said, well, was the water calm and nothing going on there? Oh, no. No. There was plenty of choppy water, and it felt good. And we are all sailing through life on that ship. We are all the ones that are sailing the ship the soul of us. And we are going to have uncertain, choppy water. But who wants to sail on a flat sea? It's not fun. It's safe, but it's not fun. So we are here to sail through life. And the next time that you're feeling uncertain and things seem a little choppy, instead of telling yourself a story about, oh, no, this is bad, say, I am a sailor. Here I go. Let it grow, let it grow. Let it blossom, let it grow.